This week on This Galarian Life, the party comes to realize they have a weakness while facing the Fae. Oh wait, I'm sorry, it's um, sli- slashing damage. That's not any better. Oh, that's actually a crit too. Weird. Oh, Derek, that monster's dead. Only cold iron weapons will do, but they aren't finding exactly what they need. And 17 cold iron crossbow bolts. Fuck you, Derek! An opportunity rests to make a trade. I wink and I say, how about we work out a different offer? <laughs> oh shit, oh wait, let's let this play out. And they say, no thank you, ma'am. But do the horrors of Fort Wiston really necessitate a fetch quest? Pieces of skin and the ponchos are just kind of falling off his body. And that's gross. And can their new allies be trusted? Top of the morning to you. Wait, do you really sound like that? No, man, that ain't us. To find out. Honestly, I can't believe I've made it this long, but I'm about to commit one of the major sins of D&D podcasting, and I'm sorry to say, reference Lord of the Rings. I got sick this week, uh, stayed home from work, and AMZ was having a marathon, so that's kind of what you do, is you watch Return of the King for six hours with commercials. It was amazing. Sitting there watching it, remembering all of the D&D influences that Tolkien has, is kind of fun. I think just watching it made me realize that how deep in the culture that fantasy is. With the new age of Dungeons and Dragons players and Pathfinder players, I think this is a lot like the Marvel Cinematic Universe, where it's seemingly becoming mainstream. And maybe that's just my Twitter feed. Maybe that's just the show's Twitter feed. But I think it's really cool that something that, you know, when my parents were in high school, they would have gotten made fun of. In high schools now, they have Dungeons and Dragons clubs, and Lord of the Rings won several Oscars, and people just watch it because it's on. I guess my hope is that maybe someday, and maybe now that podcast has a similar effect, and I, I just feel like this genre and this format could mean a whole lot to a hell of a lot of people, and that's why we make it. So I hope you enjoy it, and I hope you enjoy episode 25. Happiness is some swarm fun. As we ended last time, you guys uh, went up to that tower, and you met the uh, uh, the red cap lady. You can tell this is a female red cap based on her uh, wispier beard. It's not as full as a male red cap's beard. Whoa, that's wild. A lady with a beard. <laughs> this guy gets it. So you guys uh, reach the tops of path. You reach the top of the steps, and the red cap is looking out the window. She turns around. And she goes, "Welcome, everybody. This is the uh, this is the fort, and uh, I have a a favor to ask for you." Yes. You see, there's this guy, uh, a corrad named Hulk. He's uh. He's the leader around here. Uh, I was uh, wondering if you all might uh, help me kill him to death. No. No, I don't think so. We got all of his buddies. I think the least you can do is finish him off. Okay, goodbye. All right. 
and that's the end of the campaign. Good Woo! job, everybody. We're all level 20 now. Oh Hell yes! Look, as far as I'm concerned, you all are trespassers into the fort. Uh, I would like the leadership to die, but it's not outside of my nature to kill the trespassers, so... You know, we can either make a deal or y'all can die. My uh, associate downstairs. What's uh, your power level? It's over four. Yeah? Yeah. What's our power Is level, it over guys? five, though? Well, I'm a little bit stronger than the one you fought downstairs, and yeah. And he kicked our ass. Yeah, that's that's what I heard. To be fair, there were only two of us, and one of us is probably the least competent member of the party. And then there's also me. You can take your chances with me and my friend Slobber over here. Uh, yeah. The uh, Guys, the I think we'll just have to fight the Hulk anyway, probably, so let's get this motherfucker. Where's no. he at? Where's well, the Hulk? you do know where he is, right? Yeah. Yeah. If you... From the entrance of the fort, there's a... Like a great hall kind of area, I would say. Uh, the throne room is... You go through that door on the end of the fort and then you walk upstairs and there's the throne room. There are some complications, though. Complication number one, Hulk has siblings within the fort uh, and by the rules of the Kored, if Hulk were to die, then those siblings would become the first drinkers of the Red Rock Revel and take over and yada yada yada. Also, they would probably join in the fight and complicate things for all of us. So maybe if we could take them out, or you all, of course, could take them out individually, that would help. Oh, please um, tell me if this is this is like one of those deals where it's like the like a tower, and we're gonna like go in bottom floor, get the weak guy. Second floor, medium guy. Third floor, strong guy. Fourth floor, final boss. The basement is the bonus boss. Ooh, yeah, Dark Soul style. Uh, this is more of a thing where you can take in any order you want. I just can't promise you that things are going to go great. Can you? Can we pretend it's the tower, guys? Can we all agree to that? <laughs> Poor Goof shakes his feeling like. Uh, Quick, I, weren't his brothers and sisters like the ones out front drinking a lot? Oh, no, those were just pieces of shit. Those were just the, the revelers. Those were the, the common folk. Oh, okay, so the other ones are going to be stronger, I see. Is there a window uh, in this room? Yeah, Is there a window in this room, Derek? Okay. Yeah, she's standing um, by the... I fling myself out the window. Okay, you die. Okay, cool. Do, Actually, I, do I wake up in a different part? Ooh. <laughs> no, but you serious. wake up... I no, also but... throw myself out the window. No, but you wake up as a different character. Oh my god. Dorgoog um, <laughs> is gonna, I'm gonna throw myself out the window in real life. That's what happens, dude. Dorgoog's <laughs> gonna step forward. Alright, Lady Redcap. We're gonna do this. Give us some advice about each of these siblings and Hulk himself. Okay. Don't um, make him angry. Am I right, guys? It's not called it's not spelled quite like that, but I get to what you're going with. Okay, so first things first. As you obviously saw from the things downstairs you fought, they are, have certain uh, immunities, I suppose, to the weapons you all are currently using. First, thing, first things first, you should probably find some sort of weapons that would be actually useful against fey-like creatures. Now, this harms me to say because they'd actually be useful against me and my kin. 
But if we're coming to an understanding, I understand you won't use them against me. This was a Chernsonardo. This is a Chernsonardo fort. Yeah. Uh, surrounded by fey creatures, as you can tell, I'm sure there are some cold iron weapons around here. Failing that, there is a group of leprechauns that came to the revel. Uh, they are excellent magical craftsmen. Uh, they could probably be persuaded. Into I just want to interject and say that failing that weapon. could have been the name of this podcast. Okay, we'll get the weapons. Other than that. Hulk's first brother. Hulk's first brother's name is something. Okay. Mulk. Uh, his first brother, his name is uh, Linda Larger Hands. And, uh, <laughs> Larger Hands? Well, yeah. Uh, he's, he's just like one of the things you fought out in the courtyard, except uh, mildly stronger. Because uh, of his, the large hands. Yeah, large. You know what they say about big hands. They're the on the brother of Hulk. That's what I heard. And you know what they say about the brother of Hulk? He's mildly stronger than those other enemies we fought earlier. My, mildly indeed. Uh, his second brother's name is Bristol Billy. Uh, he has some sort of magic to him. He also likes to uh, create creatures. Not not undead creatures. Not, not like a, some kind of necromancer. I'd be cool with that. But... Uh, I don't know. You'll you'll find out when you find him. Creating creatures. I'm keeping my sphere spherical. I'm lyrical miracle. Bang. That, that's you a good. White. That's Lyric. a good. Uh, good rap. <laughs> yeah. Um, so there's some uh, other various fey-like creatures. Maybe if you uh, strike up some deals with them, they'd help you. Not a lot of them will like this Hulk guy, but he's just overpowering. Um, is, I guess anything else y'all need to know? So there's only two siblings we have to worry about? Yes. Uh, I mean, two siblings, yeah. Other people, maybe, I don't know. You I don't know. know? There are other fey creatures. Some of them have found themselves in an alliance with them. Some of them haven't. So what are you going to be doing while we're killing these people off? Sharpening your boots? Well, I mean, I could do sorry, that. Sorry, Ranger. I didn't mean to bring out that old pain. My plan is to go back into the forest and get some more of my kin to perhaps join in the fight. Uh, but I will be keeping an eye on the tower where Hulk is. If you initiate the fight, just wave a wave a red cloth in the air, and I'll be there ASAP. One last question. How were you able to enter the forest? My companions and I found it utterly inaccessible through some type of magical barrier. I have no idea what you're talking about. There's no barrier around this place. It's just motherfucker. It's a forest and a fort. Can I roll insight or whatever it's called? Sense motive. Uh, sense motive for uh, her saying that she'll come back and help Let's us. Let's see how good your your wisdom score is on a fucking. Yeah, go ahead. Fourteen. Uh, you believe that? You believe that when you. She wants this guy dead enough that she will come back and help kill him. But also kill us. Mayhaps I try it, seeing as how I'm racist against such Let me double check my uh, favorite enemy, because I don't know if it gives me bonus sense motive. It I'm does! Pretty, I'm pretty sure it does. Yeah, I got a plus two. That's a 30 plus two for 32. Is this fucking little fey lying to me? Yeah. Like, lying in what sense? Here, Here's... 
she doesn't seem super trustworthy. Okay. But you are convinced that she will come and help fight. Oh, I'm more than convinced. After the fight, you're not, you know, you don't know. But she will help take down the immediate threat. And while they're doing important stuff, I'm going to roll a handle animal and toss a severed a severed ear from one of those things in the courtyard to my doggo friend. Actually, uh, give me... What's a 19 do? Uh, he kind of looks at the red cap lady for permission. She uh, shakes her head and he eats it. Um, does anybody have knowledge arcana? Ah, yes. No. No. Derek, if you weren't so white, that would have been a great like place to say, like, when they did that sort of, like, perception check on her, the sense motive. Yeah. You could have been like, red cap is no cap. Nice. But you don't know what that means. I'll, I'll edit that in. Thank you. <laughs> Do you have knowledge arcana, Eames? Yeah. What about it? Roll it, bitch. Why? To see what this Because I told you to. See, see what Tobago is. 26. That should do it. Yeah, the, the, so this this is a troll hound. Uh, half troll, half hound. Hell yeah. So yeah. That means it's do immortal. I wanna, do I want to know how those things are born? Yeah, a troll fucks the dog. What do you think? How, how do you think it happens? You all have any any other pressing questions or anything? Or could I get back to work? What what exactly? Yeah, I got one. Nice. What's suh? What? Suh. I don't know. What's suh? Never mind. Check your DMs later. I cast Bofa. <laughs> Bofa, Jeff? <laughs> I don't know. Bofa these magic missiles, bitch. Hey, there's some content I can get behind. Well, if, if you all are uh, done joking around, feel free to uh, search the tower for uh, anything that might be useful. Uh, I don't really need any of the human weapons that are around here, so if you find anything of interest, just go ahead and take them. All I want is the uh, the title. Oh. All right, I take twenty and find everything before anyone else. Okay, in this room, and she uh, she uh, drinks a potion and then jumps out the window and flies away like a beautiful Santa Claus angel. Am I small enough to kind of like grab onto her wing and she wouldn't notice? No. No. Is the dog still in the room? No, he'll he'll walk down the stairs and I follow her. So guys, here's the plan. We make it up to Hulk. We wave the flag in the window. And then we but we tell Hulk what's going on. And then Hulk and the Red Cap weaken each other. And then we kill all of them. Sure, let's see how that goes. Well, hold on. That's I heard up. that! Okay, you said that they all left. Second of all, don't be, a, don't be a stick in the mud, Derek. I got, I got very good hearing. Just because it's not the way you want to play out, well, I just want to say, it's not just, the way it that, can play out. That red cap so far is the only Fae we've run into who doesn't flippantly threaten to kill us. I think Hulk might just do it for funsies no matter how this plays. Yeah, but she's in it for the long con. She's going to murder us afterwards. That's fine. I think we should go up to Hulk and be like, yo, how come your best movie doesn't have your name in the title? Crying face emoji. I'm talking about Thor Ragnarok. Gun to head. That is fair. He gets to fuck Zoe Zaldana in that movie. I don't, Zoe, I don't think the Ragnarok has Zoe's. Okay, Does so the Hulk what? fuck in Hulk mode? Presumably. Hopefully. Then he gets like fucking potato cannon dick. <laughs> Is he too mad to be horny though? No, baby, that's the only way he can get horny. Have you ever had angry he's, sex? He's just mad enough. Gruffalo Buffalo, baby. Okay, so what the hell? Is what if his dick was oh, just yeah. the same size as it normally was, so it just looked super tiny. <laughs> <laughs> no, but also, and that's what he's mad about. 
but also green. Okay. Eames checks around this room, and in the uh, troll hound's nest, he finds a couple of items. 22 gold pieces, 476 silver pieces, a black jet necklace worth 200 gold pieces, 13 chess pieces carved from soapstone, uh, 5 gold pieces each, a stylish cap made from albino beaver for 300 gold pieces, and a strange sandalwood statuette of a bear eating a lion hole. As you make your way back down the tower in the middle room, in the middle section of the tower, you find 54 gold pieces, a healer's kit, six potions of cure light wounds, and eight bandages of rapid recovery. And then in the bottom room, I need perception. Gorgu will put on the albino fur cap and begin searching the room. Uh, nat one on perception. That's uh, not. So I don't even find the room. <laughs> no, you're lost. Gorgu gets a seven. Thirteen. Uh, bring this one home, Will. Hold on. I take twenty. Three hours later. Fine. Twenty minutes later. No. Taking twenty on perception. Okay. Maybe. There we go. I didn't even have to okay, lie about him succeeding. Um, <clears throat> in the corner behind, this is like a, a tannery. Uh, behind one of the tables, wedged in, is a short spear. Uh, you can. If anybody has, like, Detect Magic, it is a plus one cold iron short spear. I have Detect Magic. It is a plus one cold iron short spear. Can I use that? I think all of you can. If you can use a simple weapon. All right, I grab it. I don't think wizards could, but... I punch the gnome in the back of the head. Too bad I already have it. Well, I stab her with my new spear. (laughs) Nice. You can have the spear. That seems like a very bad idea for a character to build on a rapier. Yeah, a, a dex character with a strength weapon then. Oh, of course. Sorry, that was a little bit of D&D humor, guys. I was never going to take this spear. I'm not a fucking idiot. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> That's what you come to us for, is those kind Me of... Me knowing the rules. I love rules. You know? Let's melt down the spear into arrow tips. I don't have forge arrow. Don't do that. Or craft arrow. You make your way back to the courtyard... There are, there's a tower near the front entrance that is unexplored. There is the stables. There are two towers. There's a full tower on the bottom back end of the fort. There is a broken down tower towards the top back end. And then there is that great hall area. All right, guys, I've played open world games. We got to climb that tower, fix the radio signal. Boom. Tells us right where Hulk is. Uh, I, I, guess... I do say we go in the tower at the on the left. That's close to the tower we were just so, in. Real quick, did we ever check J for the the stables there? Have we been told there's anything in the stables? We all know why Sam's character is really into the leprechauns. No one. Why? Well, they're small. How tall is your character? Is? My character? How well, how tall is your character? I think he's six foot eight. Mine's six foot nine. Okay, game plan. Uh, I guess we're gonna go check the stables in the nearest tower. So stable or tower? We're right here. Let's go to the stable. Just poke our heads in. Someone make a stealth check that isn't me. All right. I got stealthies. 24. Okay. So you poke your head into the stable. and oh, Scratch that at 25. Oh, that's even better. There are spots for about four draft animals in here, but there are only two left. There are two oxen in either area. Point of order, what are draft animals? Are those like the Budweiser horses? Yeah, they're the animals that that get drunk, yo. But what are they? Oh, this is an actual, I'm just an idiot question. What are they? They're, they're, they're big and they pull things. 
Oh, okay. I thought uh, it was like a type of D and D thing for a minute. Like Thor <laughs> doing a sorority party. Hey, there we go. Ooh. Um, so two of them have living oxen. Two of them, there are dead oxen. Two of the stalls. These oxen seem to have died from abuse from very very small weapons. Seemingly like drunk little assholes were just going to town playing playing practical jokes. Um, but the other two, while alive, are somewhat traumatized, but they're uh, using the opportunity during this drunk a little shenanigan to uh, eat some hay to search this more. I'm going to either need, I'm going to need you to do something with these things. They don't notice you, but you feel like they might attack if they do. Would a perception check be in order here? Um, go ahead, yeah, go ahead and give me a perception check, Charleston. Yeah, they don't know we're here yet, right? Because we sneaked. Uh, that's a, I did a plus seven, it should have been a four, so 22. Um, there's a pile of horseshoes that look to be made of similar material to that short spear you found in the corner, and then one that's kind of golden and shimmery. Alright, uh, Will got a 30, if that... It's same any thing. Sort of different. Okay. That's any the only things of value in this room. How sneaky can I be here? Can I try to go get the the sparkly one? Yeah, you can. You can try to make a. Uh, oh wait, I think I have. Hold on, I have an invisibility thing I can do. Don't I? I thought I had some invisibility. Yeah, me, you you have one of your spells is invisibility under your actions. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. I'm gonna. Can I? Can I use that then? Yep. I'm gonna use that, and um, then actually before I do this though, Cyrix. Do you want to, yes. I know you can do like those like sort of, you're the character you can do the like uh, making them hear sounds, right? Uh, I think so. Wait until I am yeah, I near, the, near the uh, sphere and then kind of just like do a sound behind them so they don't see anything get picked up. Okay. All right. Okay. I, I, uh, will, I will cast ghost sound. It trucks in, give me a stealth check and give yourself a plus 20 bonus for your invisibility. 36. Uh-oh. You make it to the horseshoes. Okay. The both of them kind of what what kind of sound are you making, Zerix? Um, I assume I'm making a just a crash type thing that would distract them. Okay. Um. So they both kind of like turn. They fail their will saves and turn their heads and kind of like there are windows, I guess, along their stalls so that the rangers could check in on them without actually entering and. Uh, so they turn and try to, like, poke their heads out the windows looking for whatever they heard. So Truxton gets the horseshoes, and these horseshoes are definitely made out of cold iron, except for the one on top, which appears to be of a much higher quality material. Elysium bronze? We'll get to that with somebody who has detect magic. Can... Do you have knowledge local or nature, Truxton? I have both, I believe. Uh, roll the best one. Okay. 21. Seeing these horseshoes and knowing that they are kind of, just in general, weak to cold iron gives you kind of an idea. Um, you think you could just, like, brandish these horseshoes at them and, like, use it to scare them. Uh, mechanically, if you are openly carrying a cold iron horseshoe, you gain a plus four bonus on intimidate checks against the core reds of the fort. You also think, given appropriate magics, which you, your red cap friend seemed that some of the creatures here had you might be able to transmute these into like weapons that you all could actually use. so it might be good to just grab everything and ditch okay okay so as you exit truxton 
uh, you take the horseshoes over to the party, explain explain your thoughts on the intimidation and whatnot of the Korads, and then somebody with detect magic and spellcraft can make a sh- uh, check on this special horseshoe boy to figure out what it is. I did, and a 24. This, this is a lucky horseshoe. If you have it on your person, it bestows a plus one luck bonus to saving throws, and once per day, prior to the results being known, you can add a plus four bonus to one saving throw instead. It's also worth uh, quite a bit of money. Where's the nearest fence? I'm hawking this thing. <laughs> Nail it to the ass of one of those ox. Uh, does anyone want to carry the horseshoe in particular? I mean, I don't have a weapon right now, so I guess I, I mean, I'll do it unless we're going to get one. I mean, I'm sure we will, but... I mean, you have a weapon. Yeah, I'm good so with my bow and totally something. Like, you can what wear... What properties does it have? Like, you can wear these things around your neck. You guys have wine and stuff. We only have one, right, that actually has that effect? You have the the one lucky horseshoe that you just have to have physically on your person. You don't even have to have it out. Okay. Uh, then you have the the metal ones that are just normal. Yeah, I guess we can give, uh, what do you think, Will a lucky one, and then we all take one of the other ones, because Will's got the fey damage bonus, too, so I feel like just whatever good effects we can give Will is probably the right way to do this. Well, Ranger, I hate to say it, but I tossed the horseshoe. Today's your lucky day. That was horrible. And I kind of put it in a little slot somewhere on my bag or something. Okay, so plus one luck bonus on all saving throws, which stacks with resistance bonuses of a cape. And once per day, before the roll is made, you can add a plus four instead. Sounds good? We're all gonna die. Okay, so now you guys want to go to that tower? Yeah, we need a few better rolls out of you, Greg. That last fight was... Excuse you? I was putting my work in. Oh, you were. I killed, like, three of them. Maybe I'm thinking of... Oh, no, I'm thinking of the one before that. I'm thinking of, like, the one way back when we were trying to take out whatever that guy's hilarious name was, Killer Bob or whatever. Yeah. Grunkelstein? Sideshow Bob, in fact, yes. Yeah, Sideshow Bob. What was that guy's name, though? I gotta hear it again, because it was very funny to me. Scarnivorous. Scarnivorous, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, well, I remember Will being pretty useless in that fight. (laughs) You walk right off. (laughs) Place yourselves in this first room on the tower you guys are entering. Um, don't go any further than 10 feet in. So you all open the door. It's not locked or anything. It's pretty cool. Uh, there are training dummies and archery targets scattered all around the room, which has a staircase to the north. Uh, a bench with four evenly spaced holes sits along the southern wall, uh, partially visible behind a canvas curtain. Uh, Everybody give me a perception check. Uh, I won't even bother. 33. Jesus, what's your bonus? Oh, 13? Damn. It's one of the things I'm good at. Shooting and looking at things. Perception checks are like half of the non-combat checks, too. That's a pretty good one. (laughs) Okay. Um, Will, you're the only one who notices the trap. Hold up. Am I in the trap yet? No. There's a fucking trap. Where is said trap? (laughs) You make out, like, little pieces of weaponry, sharp weapons, shrapnel, sticking out of some of the uh, the dummies, which leads you to look down, and there's, like, a tripwire. Uh, you think that this is some kind of trap that would, like, explode if you were to trigger it and send the shrapnel going literally everywhere. 
Come here, Truxton. Time to get tossed. I was going to say, I got this. Well, hey. <laughs> I think I have disabled device. Hold on. It is, it's what? Yeah, I got a plus 10 on disabled device. It is a disabled device, Jack. Okay, sweet. I'm going to roll that. Hold Anybody on. else hold got on, disabled? Okay, go ahead. I don't think so, but everybody, uh, let's back up a bit just in case. Uh, oh. We're all pretty or did we? Are we at full health again because we abused our magic wand that second edition's trying to fix? Yeah, okay. yeah, but that wand's gone now. Oh. All right, Gorgug, hold me, hold me out by like my feet so that you can pull me back. If the trap goes off. Uh, I'm also going to take an inspiration dice. Okay. On this, make sure you mark that off. I will. Thirty-one. It's disabled. Woo! Good job, guys. Hey. You get, a, you get experience quick. points. For How about that? a quick round of applause for me? During this this latest couple minutes, all right. I snuck in and I stole the horseshoe and I gave it to Greg out of the goodness of my heart. Now I disable this trap. I think I'm all done for the episode. You all take it from here. All right, Troxton. Let's continue through the tower. This time, actively checking for traps. Oh yeah, you're right. I should just made you trigger it. There's uh, a couple items just kind of laying all over the place. This is kind of like a mini armory. There is a cold iron masterwork greatsword, a cold, cold iron short sword, and for some reason an alchemical silver dagger. Oh, I got the dagger. That's that's mine. Uh, you should short sword. I should really? Yeah, both of them can do the same thing. Yeah, you're you're a dex you're a dexy fighter boy, right? With your uh, Yeah, that's why I thought the dagger, but You're just not going to get your dex to damage with it because you don't have weapon focus in it. Oh, okay. Then I will take the short sword. And 17 cold eye. Use the great sword? God damn. Or good, right? You get martial weapons, don't you, Gorgu? I know I could. You think I want to touch that piece of shield? I can't cast a spell with that sword. I guess in theory, if we we don't find any cold iron arrows, I can take it. It's a free action to change your grip, so you can just take your hand off and put it back on. No, I have to drop it because I'm wearing a shield, Derek. We've been okay. over this. Oh my god. And 17 cold iron crossbow bolts. Fuck you, Derek. What's <laughs> in the book? Truxton, you're back ah, in, baby. Book. I haven't used this baby in a long time. <laughs> uh, then a perception check. I am going to get it. that silver dagger to the front of the bow, dude. Another I'm, perception check? I'm going to get a kill check. with the blade that I glued magically onto my crossbow. That was a really bad roll on my part. 22? Oh, uh, 24 for Gorgu. 20, 12 for me. Um, hey, quick quick point of order here. Is anybody doing, taking the dagger? It's all yours, kid. Okay, I'm replacing the other knife that I have attached to my crossbow with this new magical one that can do damage to Fae. I swapped out the bayonet. It's literally did. just... The, <laughs> yeah, that's right. It just twine around the crossbow. It's magical glue. Oh, also, that's a smart way to do that, Greg. Also, also I would not have thought of that. As a bayonet, I had it just glued to the side, so I would whack him with it. Also, it's a, it's, a, it's a silver dagger, though, so it's not going to do a lot of damage to Faye, which is why I said for some reason. That's fine. What was what was the uh, greatsword? Uh, Masterwork Cold Iron. That means it'll cost you two thousand gold to ever upgrade it again. Inside of some of like, just in general, on the training dummies with the shit in it, uh, you find anybody who made a perception check of greater than eighteen. Uh, some strands of green thread. Well, someone detect magic? Anybody got embroidery? Guys, I only got so many detect magic spells to cast a day. I can detect magic. That's not a spell. They're they're Is not. It? It's 
It's a cantrip. Oh, you're I'll use the cantrip to detect magic. I can do detect magic. There's no magic. I'm going to take a gamble here and just use magic device. It doesn't do anything. (laughs) Good gamble, though. Green fabric on the dummies. So what are we doing now? Let's go upstairs. How how are you guys moving? Uh, Probably the ranger in front for trap checking, and then I'll be behind. I'm on Gorgoog's shoulders, as is custom. Can I perception to find traps, Mr. GM, sir? Yeah. Also, you got some of his magic glue on well, my goddamn I rolled in that one, so we're fucked, everybody. 14. <laughs> you don't see any traps. Everyone else should look. I think I got some in my eye. All right. Nine. <laughs> 27. Woo! <laughs> you don't see any traps. Guys, I don't see any traps. I think there's I'm just really no traps I'm really good at here. finding traps. I hope there's a floor like that Pokemon gym where you have to like slide around in the ice in the right order. Ooh. There is. So yes. there's a bunch of tiny little boxes. Those will be difficult terrain to anything that is bigger than small. A small creature can get a partial cover from them, which is plus two ADC. That's me. Oh, it's the Hobbs. William, get ready. No, these are the leprechaun. They look gobliny to me. Um, the one on the closest to the southern edge of the room goes, um, top of the morning to you. Wait, do you really sound like that? No, I man, that ain't, that no, man, that ain't us. <laughs> oh, good. God. I give them the racist old man glare and stay back. Well, I, 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 uh, take a step forward and I say, um, so what have you, uh, what do you think of that Hulk guy? Look, we we don't want no trouble. We just uh, it's, it's we'll leave if you want us to leave. If Hawk wants us to leave, we'll go. We'll go. It's, it's no problem. Just just let us go. Wait. So why are you here in the first place if you're so willing to go? There's a lot of liquor. God damn, we love liquor. And then the the one in the corner, the it's a female leprechaun goes. Liquor makes the world go round. Okay, I will. Talks to them and tell them, all right, gentlemen, here's the deal. Between you and, and me. lady. Like I said, gentlemen, the plan is. <laughs> oh, you play. We plan on killing every fae in this whole goddamn fort. Now, here's the thing. You play your cards right, you won't be included in that list but, if you help us destroy the other ones. Okay. Not actively, of course. I but, doubt you're any good in combat. But if you know any you. tricks, advice, or gear, stop trying to talk over me, goddammit. You are three feet tall. Do we have a deal? Uh, Laddies and last. The yes, the male leprechaun that didn't talk the first time, um, the one closest to the stairs, says, "Man, man, we we don't have no reason to fight, but we don't really have any reason to help you either." Well, you didn't let me finish that. After we're done killing everybody else, you can have all the liquor and booze left over. Look, how about how about this? We don't get in your way. We'll stay here drink. If you need information or anything like that, you come back to us, you let us know. But what about what about the uh, the the special liquor they have? You think we can make a deal for that? <laughs> I'm open to suggestions. Go on, last. Oh, the one on the bottom goes, There's rumor that um Hulk's brother has a special um uh, herbal liquor uh that he keeps. Um, you could bring us a couple bottles of that. We'd be willing to uh, help you out with our magics, but other than that, I don't know if we'll be much help. Information like and magic, I can... 
Seems fair to me. Oh, one more thing. Is that whole bit about rainbows true? If you're smart, you'll say no. Oh, that's, God, I... uh, no, that's all he's saying. He's just staring daggers at you. He's pissed. <laughs> we'll get some booze to cheer you up, and if not... <laughs> well, let's go. What kind of magics can you offer? What kind of magic? What kind of fucking patty magic do you have, boys? Well, we don't appreciate the racism. <laughs> I like this. I like this. Especially I'm since... so racist, I have magic that lets me do more damage to them. Y'all the fuck's need back. Yeah, I gotta say, Gorgug is more, like, outwardly racist, but William is the, like, structural racist, so he's the bigger problem in this. Because he literally gets damage bonus. Also, I like that we just have two Clint Eastwood from Grand Torino's on our podcast. Well, now that you asked, uh, primarily our magic comes in the form of uh, crafting, I guess. We uh, we have a couple spells that might be useful that will keep us away from a fight. Fabricate, which will let you uh, transmute any kind of metal you currently have on you into a, a different shape. Uh, what about a different uh, substance? Perhaps cold iron? I wink and pull out my rapier. Well, like, if you have cold iron, we could make you a cold iron rapier, but we can't necessarily change something like that. Hey, what are these horseshoes made of? Cold iron. Ooh. How would you make me a cold iron whip? Bring us the liqueur. To the liqueur store! I wink and I say, how about we work out a different offer? (laughs) Oh, shit. Oh, wait. Let's let this play out. And they say, no, thank you, ma'am. We are far too drunk. Uh-oh, and here comes Cyrex again, the most problematic member of the podcast. <laughs> In order, she goes Cyrex, Craig, uh, I don't know, how would I rank Truxton versus Gorgug in this? Okay, let's go. Uh, just so you know, uh, the uh, last we heard, we're trying to, I guess, steal it. We don't want Hulk to know we're trying to get this stuff, but last we heard was in the kitchen... There's uh, some stairs that lead down to a, uh, a cellar area. Uh, that's where they should keep the liqueur. But uh, Hulk's brother, uh, the large hand guy, he might be down there. Uh, well, I hope he's not. Something about guarding a prisoner. I don't know. Just bring it. We'll make you weapons or whatnot. Is there good, a luck all, good luck, all y'all. Enjoy your gold at the end of the rainbow. Oh, they fucking... Wait, can I... Can I one more question for you all. If a uh, item is uh, cold iron, but has, like, other magical properties, does transforming its shape keep those intact, or does that affect those? Yes? Hello? I don't think you can transform... You wouldn't be able to transform a uh, magical item in that okay, way. Okay, got it. So they kind of point you in the direction of where it would, where the stuff would be. Can you guys check up the upstairs? There's literally nothing, and I don't even know why they included it. So, yeah. The they tell you essentially that this great hall area is like a feasting hall, and then behind it, there's a door that leads to the kitchen, and there's stairs in the kitchen that lead to the cellar area. Um, so you have that hall, and then you have the two towers in the back of the fort to check out. Where are we going? Uh, basement first, right? Is that good with everybody? Sure. Yeah, we need to get to that. Oh, guys, just so you know, I looked into the rules about uh, changing my arcane focus for my sword. And if we feel like we have a week of downtime, we can do it. So you guys enter the hall area? Go raid the goddamn kitchen, boys. We should Uh, do it slowly and sneakily. Suddenly, another party of adventurers approaches. 
while I explain what's going on, go ahead and push it. This lofty entrance hall contains a set of stairs ascending to the north, a double door to the west, and a swinging door to the east. The odor of cooking meats walks. The odor of cooking meats wafts from the eastern door. Angled halls exit to the north and south, ending at stout wooden doors. Thick tapestries and four scenes adorn the walls, but each tapestry is badly torn and stained with blood. Derek, were you reading out of the book on that one? No. I'll never tell. <laughs> Follow the meat. Follow the booze. There is one other uh, curiosity in this room. In the little alcove next to the steps, there, <clears throat> you don't notice it at first because it's kind of like the smell of the meat and the tapestries kind of take you over and it's in the shadow a little bit. But there's this uh, large, almost statue-like creature, like almost it's been taxidermied. Um, upon closer inspection, it is um, <clears throat> made out of like the skins of various animals and humans and just creatures in general. You see fey-like creatures and you um, <clears throat> specifically notice certain areas of it have cloth that would match the tattered green and gray um, Chernsonardo Ranger ponchos. And after you guys send, spend a couple minutes in the room looking, uh, it kind of sort of uh, lurches towards you. So go ahead and give me an issue. Look at that initiative. Oh no, it's lurching. 14. 18. 24. I am ready. It is Greg's turn. Hell yeah. Two arrows to this park. It's not a fey or a goblin, though, so I'm saying. Wait, there's got to be a little bit of fey and goblin in that. No. Ah. Convenient. You make knowledge checks on your turn to determine what it is. No. I know what it is. Uh, For my racist purposes, no. Does the 22 hit it? Yep. I'm guessing a 10 doesn't hit it, though. Nope. You're shooting at which buff? Yes. One second. Let me make sure I get the damage right. How does 12 damage treat it? Piercing damage, right? Yes. Uh, Once again, it doesn't seem like it did as much damage as it should have, but still fairly substantial. And it is Cyrix's turn. Do I get the feeling that this is a fey creature? You do not. Okay, cool. So I'm going to take a five-foot step, and I'm going to stare at it painfully. And I will roll to hit. 19. Um, before you do that, I need you to make a knowledge check if you have it. Uh, perception check. 15 perception check. Uh, make your hit. Does a 19 hit? Yes, 19 hits. 17 damage. Um, it doesn't seem like the damage from the stair goes through, but the, it does like the full weapon damage, if that makes sense. Whereas Greg's weapon didn't. Okay, so slashing damage is different, and it took the full nine. Um, so you slash at it with your whip, and, like, you kind of just, like, tear, tear into its flesh, and where you smacked it, there's, there's a hole now. Out of his stomach flies a wasp swarm. Ah! We got any AoE magic? Uh, yes. Technically. Well, AoE magic does double damage to swarms, if I remember correctly. 
Okay, so the, the swarm boy will fly over you. You, I guess it'll be Truxton, Cyrix, and Grogu. He does all of you eight points of damage, and I need a fortitude save. Uh, Grogu gets 20 overall. That's a pass. 20 That's overall. Fail. That's a fail for me, dog. Uh, Truxton, you are poisoned with wasp poison. Uh, take one dexterity damage. Truxton, now is your time to shine. Please start throwing alchemist fires. Because I also realized that blistering invective probably will not affect a swarm since it is a mind affecting effect. Correct. Yeah. Uh, Truxton, it's your turn. Um, okay. Have we determined if this thing is, does it have the same resistances as Fey? Is it Fey? No, this it game. seems resistant to piercing damage, so your rapier is probably not the best for it. But like I said, you could probably fuck up those swarms some alchemist fires if we get out of the way. Um, are you going to be able to get out of the way for this turn? Not this turn. I knowledge arcana check would let you know what kind of creature this thing is. Can I take that as a free action? <laughs> yes. 15? Uh, you know its creature type is construct, uh, but you don't know specifically what it is. Okay. Uh, contracts uh, are immune to mind-affecting effects. And this one, just based on context clues, you think it has DR against... Uh, that can only be overcome by slashing weapons. Okay. Then for this turn, I'm just going to step up and take a... Yeah, I'm going to five-foot step, and then I'm going to use uh, Focus Strike on it. 25. Does that hit? That hits. Five. Okay, that all goes through uh, its turn. Okay, um, he will swing his longsword at Truxton. Eight. Uh, no. That doesn't confirm. Wait, it was a crit? I rolled a natural 20, buddy. Uh, 12 points of damage. Okay. And then he kind of takes his other arm and just smacks it out. Gorgug, uh, 21. It's your flat foot. Versus my flat foot? Oh, yeah. Uh, 10 points of damage. Well, shit. Alright, Derek. I need to ask you a rules question. Bet you do. So, obviously, physical attacks are not very good against swarms for many reasons. My question is, what would ear-piercing scream do to a swarm? Uh, what is the save? Like, what kind of save? Uh, ear piercing scream is a uh, fortitude save. It's two. D- it's sonic damage. Although I will say, by the rules, it says you target one creature. So I don't think it's really. I think I. Swarm is immune to any spell or effect that targets a specific number of creatures, including single target spells, with the exception of mind affecting effects, which are just outright immune to. The swarm has a intelligence score in a hive. Okay, then I have a backup plan. I can use Court of Shards if I need to. I will five-foot step to next to Truxton, and I will begin my bardic performance. That's it. That's all I really got, buddy. Okay, uh, Greg, it is your turn. You know what? Fuck it. I approach with my greatsword. <laughs> nice. Uh, I swing for 13. That does not hit, though. Nope, I'm sorry. And uh, that's my turn. Yes. I'm glad you guys are clustering on top of the swarm. It's very good for what I need to do next. <laughs> um, oh, I forgot about the swarm. Fuck that, then. I want, I want back, because there's no swarm on the map here. It's, I forgot it's, that it's... was just standing there. I'll come down to my uh, first shot. Away from the swarm. Okay. And um, 
Okay, well, might as well try it. I cast Glitter Dust. On the big fella or the swarm? On the big fella. Um, well, hmm. yeah, on the big fella. All those, all those And I will blood. position it so that it only touches him and not Truxton or Brokuk. Fuck it, Truxton can be blind too. Huh, okay. Uh, <clears throat> so he makes a fortitude save. He makes a will save. A will save. <laughs> What's the DC? Uh, 16. Well, this boy, <laughs> he just rolled a four. Okay, cool. So he is blind now? Uh, and he takes a negative 40 to stealth checks. Negative 40 to stealth, bitch. No sneaking for the shambling death mount. So I, I'm using a program now called Combat Manager, and it lets me just add conditions to creatures. So this thing's doing the math for me. Um, so he takes a minus two to his armor class, and he loses dex bonus to AC, minus four on like strength and dex checks, and all that's working the program for me. So, so yeah, he's not uh, having a good day. Well, he also uh, has a chance to miss his hits now, right? Correct. Is that it? Uh, that's all I can do, yeah. Will, why are you back there, boy? Because I need to stay in melee. Otherwise, my meme is dead. Uh, truck's dead. Okay. Are people out of the way enough that I can throw that out chemical fire at the swarm? Don't worry about I think I can take out the swarm next round. I'm not sure how much HP it has. I mean, you can five-foot step up, I guess, and do it. But Will's kind of right in the middle of it, so... Yeah, never mind. It. Okay. Um, it's only, like... I like an alchemist fire splash is only like one square. Yeah, I'll do that then. Um, the guy's gonna get an attack of opportunity because you're using a range weapon. But he's uh, blind, so he might miss. I'll take the risk. Okay. Very brave. So I'm gonna roll a D100. Do you want high or low? High. Uh, <laughs> that is a 46. So he's gonna take an attack, and that's 17. Nope. Okay. Throw that alchemist fire. 32. Yeah, that'll hit. That's 1d6. Yeah. 4. Uh, it looks uh, especially uh, injured from that, but it is like a, a bunch of <clears throat> a bunch of the wasps die, um, but it's it's still... Still there a little bit. All right. right. Well, I, I would say a lot of it. And it, it swarms turn. He moves over 5 feet. So, <laughs> Greg and Cyrix are caught in Swarm. Grab me, bug boys. Uh, both of you take eight damage. Who else? Uh, Cyrix and Will. Okay. And Greg. Do we need to make uh, fort? Yeah, both of you make uh, fort saves. Eight. Well, I got me an 11, but uh, you know what? Yeah, 11. I'm not going to try and use my brand new ability. I'm going to save it for the Will save that's going to come from the caster. So you both take one dex damage, and then, oof, um, Truxton make a fortitude save against uh, the poison. Against the poison you already have, so you're trying uh, to okay. Seven, that won't do it. Take one dex damage. And it is that boy's turn. Uh, so he can't really see, but he knows Truxton's there. So he is going to roll a, roll a d100. That one hits... That one misses. 13 misses, so you're good. Uh, and it is Grogoog's turn. 
Okay, Gorgug is not going to do anything this turn. He's going to hold it to action, and here's what he's going to tell his teammates. He's going to politely ask that they get the fuck out of the way of the swarm. So that might mean Greg steps five feet to the left, and the prostitute goes five feet to the right or down. It doesn't really matter to Gorgug. Once they do that, he will interject his action to cast a spell on the swarm. Uh, so it's Greg's turn. I'm going to swing my sword at it once, and then I'm going to take a five foot step out of the way. He's blind now, so this might be easier. 27. That's a crit threat. Ooh, this is... Ooh, 20... 23. Yeah, so you, you crit this motherfucker. <laughs> 46 plus 4 coming at you. 21 damage. He is very injured, but also still up. Also very blind. Um, the, the pieces of skin and the ponchos are just kind of falling off his body. and That's gross. And then I take a five-foot step away from him. You can't really tell what's going on inside, but it doesn't look good. It doesn't look good. Uh, Cyrix, thumb is Marist. I'll just roll to hit him. 14. What do you think? Probably not. Uh, his AC is now 14 because of the blind. Oh, cool. Also, yeah, um, I'll take a step here. Um, eight damage. He's on his last legs. Uh, Gorgug will now interject his turn. Go, Gorgug. He looks at the swarm in front of him that is now not occupied by his allies, thank God. Very, very busy. And he utters at a very... As he's rhythmically telling battle strategies, he screams something. It's in Orcish. You don't understand it. You think it might be an incredibly vulgar slur saved only for weddings or street fights and he will roll and cast ear piercing scream but didn't we just talk about this what about it it's a targeted effect no it's a cone oh is it yeah no i'm sorry cord of shards cord of shards that's what i thought same difference all right so it is a uh the save is reflex and then the dc for that's going to be 15 Oh, might not be good. I don't know if it affects him. It's piercing damage. It's like sonic piercing damage, though, if you want to think of it. He, the spell says piercing damage. It creates crystalline shards. The shards deal 2d6 of piercing damage. But Derek, there's a lot of shards. Oh, Derek, I just double-checked you on that. It's actually it's blunt damage. That's even worse. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. It's um sla- slashing damage. That's not any better. Uh, it's uh, it's actually damage. uh, damage damage. Oh, that's actually a crit too. Weird. Oh, Derek, that monster's dead. Okay, I read. I read swarm. You're good. So it's a reflex F- save. Fifteen. Uh, on seven. Four, All four, right. Seven. They take nine damage and are dazed. They're immune to daze. Wow. There, they take uh nine damage. Uh, them boys is still up though. Son of a. Bitch! Uh, so several of the shards just like strike individual wasps and they fall down, and it's beautiful if if they weren't wasps. Um, so Guys, I just made fucking shards with my mouth. That is the first and perhaps last time I'll ever cast that spell. Truxton. What? Finish off. Finish them off. Alright, yes, I am going to attack. Actually, I'm going to focus first and then attack. It, it lasts until you decide to end it. You're good. Okay. Not doing anything. Um, and I will do a studied strike. Oh my god. Nine. I'm sorry. It's its turn. 
Okay. So, so a slam attack is going to hit, but his longsword attack isn't. Um, the 19 hit your AC, Truxton? Uh, ties it. I take 10 points of damage. Got it. Uh, I look at two good guys. So it is Bill's turn. Boy, howdy. I need to figure out how to get back in there. So I have a question. If I stand here, will I be able to engage the beast? Just north of Truxton? Yeah, he's large. He's, he's a tall boy. I'm going to move up there and pray that swarms don't have a tax opportunity. They don't. And with that, I'm going to try and engage this fellow. Swing them. Does an 18 hit him? Yeah. Uh, and he's he's dead. Hell yeah. Two hit points left. Now, how's that swarm doing, though? Uh, that, he's he's doing pretty good, actually. Thank you for asking. Handle it. Asirix, it is your turn. How does force damage affect the swarm? Uh, normally, as long as it's not targeted. Um, I think it's a uh, targeted. What are you thinking? Um, I have the mask of cutting flesh. Once per day, the boyer can whisper a command word to lash out at a target, and that's targeted. Damn it! Derek, yes. can you whirlwind attack a swarm? Um, there's no attack roll. I'm fine. I'm fine with you using that. Okay, cool. I'm gonna use cool. the mask of cutting flesh. So we'll say like the you like whip at it and a wave of force kind of just like cuts through it. Yes. Because it it's supposed to I don't know uh, roll the damage. Seven damage. Um, there's about half of the bumblebees that were once there, and it is Truxton's turn. Nope, it's the swarm's turn. I'm sorry. What is it my turn or not? No, it's not. So he'll move up to get all three of you. Uh, you will take four damage apiece. I need Will and Grogoog to make fortitude saves to avoid the poison, and Truxton to make fortitude save to heal from the poison. Alright. I'm gonna add an inspiration death. I get 20 overall to, uh... You're good. (laughs) Will, you're good. And then how much should I take? Four damage. That's a 24, Derek. Please tell Uh, me. You are cured of your poison, Truxton. Oh, yes. But I did not get the HP on Dex back, right? Not yet. Yeah. You have to get that back from Reston. Um, so it's your turn, Truxton. Throw the bomb, pussy. Throw the bomb. Throw the bomb. 21. That hits. Tight. Is it a a D6 again? D6. Okay. You could kill it. Big number coming up. Come on, baby. Come on, lassie. Give me a six. Actually, five. Gee. There's like three or four wasps left. Uh, Grogu, it's your turn. Are you going to make me burn a fucking spell for three wasps, you son of a bitch? Or you guys could just hold and let Truxton finish it. I'm going to end my performance and move back. I wouldn't be surprised, if you, I wouldn't be surprised if you had an Alchemist Fire, too. I don't think I know how to use it. Okay. Well, actually, I probably do. I have eight use magic device. But... Uh, Greg, you got anything? Uh, that's a big negative, Commander. Uh, uh, I don't suppose I could hit it with a sword, could I? Nope. All right, well, then I'm just going to get the fuck out of its way. Uh, Cyrix. Um, I pretty much did all I can do. Unless I could do, like, prestidigitation and wow them with my talents. Nah, they're very stupid. Okay. Truxton, you're up! Um... But before, take two points of damage and give me another fort save. Me? Yeah. Alright. You're still inside the swarm. I'm adding an inspiration dice to that. Okay, you make it. DC 13. All right, cool. I think you're almost uh, out of inspiration for that. I am. I've got, I've got four, and I've used three. I've, I'm keeping track. 26. That hits. 
Damn me damage. Six. Perfect six. They gotta be gone. So the fire hits the ground, explodes, and the last four wasps catch on fire, but one manages to escape. And no. he flies towards the door and he says, I'll be back! And then flees. Wow, that was a great Jerry Seinfeld from the B, from B-movie. Well, if you wouldn't have done uh, slashing damage to that thing, you would have gotten your own wasp nest. Hey. So, bug house, uh, the uh, construct, and the swarm are dead now. Do you guys have anything else you want to do? Um, I think we got to rest up the boy a little bit here. Yeah, I'm not doing take great. A, take a little nippy nap. Let's go... That's why the tower. That's why the room at the top of the Leprechaun Tower is empty. It's a nap area. Oh, that's nice. Do they have like that parachute that you yeah, can, like, and, have to run and under? like the and the colorful balls and stuff? Yeah. Can we play Rolf ball? Yeah. Thank you for for integrating such a wonderful and caring uh, location in this story, Derek. <laughs> okay. So. So we go and take a nap. You want to take a nap in a fort infested with Fey? No, we don't. We 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 really can't rest. We gotta we gotta end this. God damn it, boy! Come here, and I cast cure. Oh, actually, which one do I give him? You motherfucker! I hit him with a cure light. We also got those potions back there. Yeah, we got six. Oh, then just drink those. Fuck you. All right. Um, I cast the shit on myself. Do I need to roll those, Derek, or do I just take the average? I, I need to heal a lot. I also have a I also have a couple potions on my person, so I won't use all of them by any means. Go for it. So the first one Jeff rolled for you, or, or what? No, that was on me. Fuck him. He's got potions. Okay. Yeah. You can take the average if you want to. Well, I, I'll roll the first one because it's a cure medium. But then I have like three cure lights, and then plus the six that we have that I don't know who's in possession of right now. Okay. I'm gonna take um, a few cure light. Or not cure medium, cure whatever. Moderate. Moderate, there we go. What's the roll for cure light? 1d8 plus 1. Um, I'll just, and I'm just going to take the two I have, and then I'll, I'll worry about healing up more later. I'm going to get to uh, almost full health. We'll say average is 5. All right. Well, I think it would be right, because d8 plus 1, so yeah. 4. 4.5. It just depends how I want to round. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, I'm mostly healed up. A few scratches, but not too bad. And I haven't cracked into the, the good potions either, or new ones. So, from in this hall, there are stairs that lead up to the next floor. There is a door to the north that leads into that tower that's been rubbleized. There is a door to the south that leads into the other tower on the side of the fort. And there is a door to the west that presumably, based on the smells, leads into the kitchen. Let's go to the kitchen, bitches. Kitchen. Yeah, we need to get that out. Or the iris. Cold iron arrows, I need them. Okay, so you walk into the kitchen. This functional kitchen has heavy wooden shelves filled with utensils and basic supplies. A large stove occupies the southeastern corner of the room opposite a narrow set of stairs leads down. That is hypothetically where you want to go. You walk in and standing at the the counters two creatures 
that are like half goat, half man. Very basic knowledge of the Fae. He recognizes these as satyrs. And one turns around and goes, Rah! Looks like you all want to cook up some trouble! And that's the end of a broadcast. Ooh. Yeah, I did it! <laughs> Good job, everybody. Oh, also roll for initiative. Oh, shit. There's not even a chance of... This podcast uses trademarks and or copyrights owned by Paizo Incorporated, which are used under Paizo's community use policy. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. This podcast is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo Incorporated. For more information about Paizo's community use policy, please visit paizo.com forward slash community use. For more information about Paizo Incorporated and Paizo products, please visit paizo.com. Iron Fang Invasion is copyright 2017. Iron Fang Invasion and the Pathfinder Adventure Bath are trademarks of Paizo. Paizo.